This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the Barbie movie and fortune cookies. It is July 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. Hello. So it's been, it's been a good week. It has. It's been a, lo- a, a lot of a week for us. We've been at marching band for 12 hours every day this week, except Friday. We had like six hours on Friday. And then plus yesterday, you were out oh, selling raffle yeah. tickets too. It was like 10 hours yesterday, except we ended kind of early. Why did you end early? Did you reach your quota or something? Yeah, I think so. I think we just sold enough. Yeah, and a lot of groups were out go. of the raffle tickets. Mm. All right, so what does uh, 12 hours a day of marching band entail? I mean, for every section, it's something different. For Color Guard, it was we had morning ensemble, which was mostly just doing across the floors and learning dances. Then we had lunch, which was two hours, so that was nice. Then we had section time, and for us, we would just go inside and practice flag work, and then everyone came back together after dinner, and we learned our drill. Which, for anyone who's not in marching band, drill is just when you're on the field and learning where to go next for the next, like, eight bars. You do it so much, you drill it into your head. For Pitt, which is what I'm in, we don't actually play in the parades or anything. We're just on the sidelines playing marimba and stuff. For us, the day entails of arriving, then we just start playing, practicing. We have lunch, then we all nap during lunch, <laughs> and then we just keep practicing until we all head outside and do the group ensemble. But you're going to be in the parade, though, aren't you? Doing I'm, something? Yeah, I think I'm either going to be like walking around the group to make sure nothing goes wrong, or like holding the flags that say Irondale Marching Band. To make sure nothing goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. If somebody faints, Evan I would be... parade cop. Yeah. So you're like spotting people? Go walk behind the tubas to make sure they don't fall over. Yeah. Better than walking behind horses. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying, Evan? If, if someone faints? If somebody faints, I have no idea what I would do. Oh, okay. That's just what I think we're doing. I still don't know. Should we go to our pop culture references? Sure. Sure. My pop culture reference for this week. So, I was just on YouTube and I saw a trailer for Only Murders in the Building, season three. And it was like the actual trailer. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. And it comes out like sooner than I thought, like August, August 8th, I think. It's a good trailer. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've been too busy with marching band. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looks like a fun season. Mm-hmm. I mean, every season so far has been fun. Yeah. Although, I don't know, you know, since they're not in the building now. I mean, it's still called. You're not going to change the name of the show. but. <laughs> I mean, maybe the, they put a theater in the building. There we go, yeah. Because, like, I thought the theater was in the building. Because, like, they proposed that idea of putting the giant theater thing on top of the building, I remember. And then they own the trailer. They're like, it has to be someone in this building. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they just put a theater in the building. I still think I, I know who the murderer is, even though it hasn't started yet. Evan thinks the guy who sneezes is the killer. I don't think that guy was even in the trailer. Exactly. He was hiding. Maybe season four. Maybe. I just it, I don't know why they would randomly put him in if he didn't serve any purpose. 
And he's in the theater. I mean, he served the purpose of being a red herring, didn't he? I guess. But he's also, like, he's an actor, and this entire, like, murder happened on a stage. It seems probable. All right, my news... I'm not sure if you've been following this. So, you know how we used to always say you can find us on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And uh so Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Oh yeah. What? It's, it's <laughs> Elon X. Musk. Yeah, he has rebranded it as X. What? Yeah. Don't ask me. It's goofy. How cool does he think he is? I, apparently. So cool. So cool that he rebrands his <laughs> social media company with a name that's already trademarked by other groups. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, there there are at least two companies that have branded the X the letter X as some kind of a logo or name and both of them have varying degrees of similarity to a social media kind of thing. So I don't know. I think it's just really weird. How did he go from Twitter like the, with the bird to X? Plus the name Twitter and then that blue bird is is known worldwide. It it you know, mm-hmm. it's it's an icon that everyone knows and to just sort of throw it out the window and and lose all that brand identity. It's just beyond me why you would even want to do that. But I'm not a billionaire. Uh, I don't have $44 billion to throw around. And the I only thing why. I'm interested in right now with Elon Musk is whether he's going to win the fight with Jeff Bezos or not. Oh, you mean Mark Zuckerberg? Oh, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> How they're going to do a cage match. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's really going to happen. Okay, wait. Bezos is the guy from Amazon, right? Yeah, no. and then Zuckerberg did Facebook. Yeah, so it's yeah. Facebook versus Twitter. <laughs> Facebook versus X, or actually, it's Facebook versus Twitter and Meta versus X. <laughs> They're fighting over who rebranded the best. <laughs> Battle of the non superheroes. Yeah, I still hope they fight in the Coliseum. <laughs> if they add some lions, I'll watch. Yeah. All right. How about you, Evan? What's your pop culture news? Um, This is one of my weekly touch of horrors. Ooh. For this week, a new add-on to one of the, like, the biggest horror games has been released. It's called Ruin, and it's basically a DLC for FNAF Security Breach, which was released, I think, around 2020. It's, one, it's from a franchise called Five Nights at Freddy's, which is the biggest horror game franchise. And, yeah, it's pretty good compared to the actual game, which when it came out, it was just entirely glitches. And I've watched people play it. I'm not going to play it because I don't like horror games. <laughs> but but you watch people play but horror games? But I watch games? people play horror games. Okay. I don't like them. But, yeah, it looks pretty good. The story is a bit confusing, but that's, like, the entire reason why the franchise is so well-liked. Because, like, Dad, if you're doing a scary a horror game by yourself, then it's not fun. You're just getting scared. Like, you need to have the company there to, to like, see someone else doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. That's our pop culture wrap-up this week. Should we move on to our main topic? Sure. All right, our main topic this week is Barbie, the movie. Woohoo. All right, so we just got back, oh, probably, what, half an hour ago Yeah, from seeing the movie. So these are our fresh-out-of-the-theater thoughts. So, yeah, go for it. What did, what did you two uh, think? Let's start with Linnea. Well, I know that when I first heard they were making a Barbie movie, my expectations of what that was going to be is not what this movie was at all. 
I really liked how we got introduced to the Barbie world, like in a similar way to the Lego movie, where it's just kind of making fun of how Barbies would live if they were actually a civilization. <laughs> like, they don't have actual water, they just walk on plastic pools. Or they just kind of get around everywhere by floating in the air. I think this movie is really good. It doesn't take itself seriously. There are some moments where it kind of seems like it does. But then it just goes back to a joke. And I think that's pretty cool. It does all that while still teaching a lesson. Yeah, my initial thoughts. I I wasn't sure what to expect going in when I first heard they were making a Barbie movie. I was thinking to myself, what? A Barbie movie? And then there were some of the trailers and I was kind of leery of it. And then... And then I saw one of the final trailers, and it had Will Ferrell in it. And I'm thinking, whoa, now is this going to be like the Lego movie? Because he seemed like a higher-up boss. And It reminded me of that one. I forgot the name of it. It's the movie about that dumb fashion star. Who was... Oh, Zoolander? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> about that, too. Yeah, it felt vaguely like Zoolander in a way. But, yeah, I mean, it, it got such glowing reviews, and and so we went out to see it. And, yeah, I was, wasn't sure what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was... It was a lot of fun. There were a lot of jokes. I was laughing out loud many, many, yeah, many times. You. There were lots of movie references. The humor was great. I think the acting was great. I think it was both silly and serious. There are points in this movie that's just so silly. And then at the same time, I was thinking to myself, there's a, there's a scene uh, later in the movie where one of the characters, played by America Ferrara, is giving a speech, and I was listening to that speech thinking, you know, this is something that theater students are going to be doing for auditions in years to come. I mean, it's just this powerful and empowering speech that she gives in the middle of this silly movie, and and oh my god, I was just, <laughs> this is great. I, I really enjoyed it. There are a lot of moments like that in this movie where it, like, it all of a sudden like gets serious. There's like a moment near in like the final part of the movie where like people could start crying because like it's just so connecting to I guess yeah I was thinking about giving shout outs to all the movies that it references but then I was thinking now I probably don't want to because if you haven't seen it 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 would spoil it Mm. Um, (laughs) but yeah I can think of at least let's see at least three if not four movies I thought where they had these scenes that I was like, Oh my god, this is this is just like, you know, movie Y and this is like movie Z and uh which I found very, very amusing. I don't I don't know if I caught as many references as you did. But this movie definitely kinda just felt like a bunch of other movies put together. Yeah, so as the plot, it is kind of weird, isn't it? I mean it's mm-hmm. It would be hard to write this and think, is this going to work? Because it doesn't really, I I think on paper, I don't know if it would really seem like it would work until you (laughs) get to see it, again, without spoilers, I don't know. Just the silliness of it and the the setting and, you know, the message. Like, how do you fit all that into a movie about a, a plastic doll? But I think director Greta Gerwig pulled it off. It was definitely fun. It was memorable. I'd certainly watch it again. Yeah. Mm hmm so, uh, actors, uh, Margot Robbie as Barbie, what did you think of the performance? I thought it was pretty good. 
early like there's one moment later in the movie when this like it's an emotional scene and there's this one like little voiceover that says note to self <laughs> if, if you want to have an emotional scene about this person maybe being ugly don't cast Margot Robbie because <laughs> she's like yeah. ah, I'm so horrible looking I'm not perfect anymore yeah <laughs> it's just like this amazing spectacular looking actor is like oh I'm so ugly so this movie breaks the fourth wall yeah it, talk, it talks to you yeah well only one specific character in it does yeah there's a narrator so I guess the narrator can talk to us. Yeah. yeah. That's what narrators do. Ryan Gosling as Ken. You said that he looked like he was having a lot of fun down. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, Ryan Gosling just oh my god. Really he got just, into the he role. Was just, <laughs> just hamming it up and just looking like he was having a blast. It, I think all the Kens were having a All fun. the Kens were having a blast. Yeah. It, it was just there was written to just steal every scene they're in and yeah, I I found it very funny. I think Ryan Gosling did a great job, and just that, just the part of being so serious about <laughs> about I'm Ken, I'm Beach. <laughs> I, I do the beach. I do the beach. Yeah, his job is beach. Simu Liu played another Ken, and I had read. It, it, it's so odd. I I read some reviews online where people were just slamming his performance, and I'm thinking. I thought he was fine. What what's the problem? He, he was playing <laughs> he was playing a Ken doll. What, what was wrong with this performance? Yeah, I know. I it makes me want to go back and reread this this review. Someone was just slamming him like, "Oh, he was a terrible actor." And I, I'm thinking, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I I thought he was fine. Oh, I don't know. I guess some people just want to complain about anything. Yeah. Kate McKinnon, did you recognize her? No. Who was that? So she played the, what did they call her? The ugly Barbie? Weird Barbie? Or, or weird Barbie, yeah. She played Weird Barbie. You might know her. She was she was on Saturday Night Live a lot. She was in that, that Ghostbusters remake movie. That we didn't watch. <laughs> no, we watched it. Did she we? was one of the scientists. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so you, I mean, I thought she was fun. I, I think she did a good job. America Ferrara. She played a mother yeah. in the, well, I don't know. Again, I don't know how much we want to spoil it. And, of course, now do you remember who she is? Um, she does the voice of Astrid in the How to Train a oh, Dragon movies. Yeah. Yep. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. If you're watching the movie and you close your eyes, like, oh, Astrid's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I did not recognize her voice at all. Yeah. And and she's the person who had that powerful speech I was, I was talking about. So even though the movie is called Barbie... Who do you think? I mean, do you think Barbie was the main character? I mean, it felt like, she, I mean, granted, she's the main character, but it almost felt like America Ferrara's character was just as much of a main character as she was mm. to me. Yeah. I don't know. Does that feel the same to you at all or not? Yeah, because she has the character art that kind of mirrors Barbie's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Barbie's is just the more unrealistic kind of take. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I think this movie is a bit like Elf in another way. Because the dad could also be the main character of Elf, since he's the one like learning everything and discovering himself. So I think, though Barbie is the main character, it's just the story also focuses on the people that Barbie is changing. Sure. I think the true main character is the CEO, though. <laughs> the CEO. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And, and why is that? 
because he's he's just the main character. Well, he obviously thinks he's the main character. <laughs> there he controls go. the Barbies. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I was kind of. Oh, I was just gonna say something, but it's probably a spoiler. What did you think of the set design and the backgrounds and stuff? Oh my gosh, I love the set design of of Barbie Land. It I was, was I was um, watching a YouTube video, and at one point they were pausing to talk about how when as they're traveling back and forth between Barbie Land and the real world, like <laughs> as they're going, the sets are actually painted in the background. Like they're not actual backgrounds; they're just like painted pictures that mm-hmm. they're going past, and everything is completely real. Like no green screen at all. Yeah, I can <laughs> like, see that. <laughs> what I like about the sets in Barbie Land is that. Like the parts, it, it. I mean, it. It is just like an actual physical toy made large. So, mm-hmm. so even though she goes to the fridge and opens the door, just like on a toy fridge, you open the door and it's just a sticker there. There's actually nothing inside it. It's just a flat piece of of plastic, and there's a sticker there that looks like you're seeing the inside of the fridge. I thought that was. I like houses how... are actually dollhouses. Like they just don't have walls on right. one side. Right. Yeah, there's no walls. There's yeah. I like how her hairbrush is practically as big as her head. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they they did a great job. The music. Oh my gosh. I I thought the music was outstanding. I I can still have that melody stuck in my head. I wanna. I definitely want to get find the soundtrack for this and add it to my Spotify list because singing songs too. It was jamming. That party song? I, I mean, I know I've heard that opening dance party song before, and now I feel like I have to add it to my playlist because that was just, <laughs> I, I loved it. Yeah. And I have to wonder, like, are there, so all the songs that Ken were singing, I I, I kind of wonder, <laughs> I, I think it would be funny to be the group that made that song and asked, hey, can we use your song in this movie, but we're kind of making fun of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, uh, isn't that like literally what they asked Mattel, though? <laughs> so yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thing we can talk about too. Mattel granting permission to make this Barbie movie. You know, it has to be a calculated risk that they're making a movie about their doll. It, you know, and are they putting it in the best light or not? You know, they're they're kind of making fun of themselves in a way, but I'm sure they're patting themselves on the back for good decision because this movie is just raking in the dough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to get a Barbie now. I was just doing some quick searches now after we watched the movie. I guess I guess they want to make more like M- Mattel does. Don't more make a Barbie sequel. Movies? Yeah. Well, yeah, so What else a... could they do? I don't know. Well, you know, you know how they can take a good idea and just make it bad by Don't you dare mm. make a Barbie too. <laughs> just squeezing it every last drop of of goodwill that people had for the first movie and like, oh yeah, let's make another one. It's just going to be like one of those movies that goes straight onto a streaming service. Straight to video. Yeah. yeah. As we used to say, <laughs> there's no video anymore. It's going to go straight to Blu-ray. We don't even have, <laughs> nobody has Blu-ray anymore. I kind of like how completely unlogical this movie is. Barbie's like running around in this company at one point and there's just ghosts chilling out. And then, like you're not sure what's happening. And then someone later in the movie's like, yeah, there's just a ghost that lives on the 17th floor. <laughs> <laughs> like no one questions it. No one questions it. Yeah. Or like as soon as they hear Barbie's, like someone, some lady claiming to be Barbie's in the real world, everyone's like, oh, it's actually Barbie. Oh my gosh. In the real world. <laughs> How did she escape the Barbie land? And everyone knows about it. <laughs> at least in the company. Well, I mean, 
if they made Barbie Land, then they would probably. How how did they make a completely alternate reality though? Don't overthink <laughs> it. It just the Barbies appeared. It makes me wonder, like, do do all brands of toys have their own alternate universe? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that how the how the Lego Movie worked? Well, that movie had Will Ferrell too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is it some kind of scheme to always have Will Ferrell in these yeah. movies? Yeah. And Every movie, movie that like has a somewhat similar plot always has to have Will Ferrell. The Lego movie, Elf, this. It's always Will Ferrell. All right. So the message of the movie, what did you think? I think it was just like more about society than anything. Mm-hmm. The society we live in. Yeah. Or like how you should accept yourself. How it's like dumb for one gender to have more power than another. Because like even in the um, Barbie verse where everything was completely like the opposite of patriarchy where only the women were running things like that wasn't great either because all the men were like, oh, now we're sad. We don't know who we are. We don't (laughs) we don't get to go to girls night, (laughs) which is every night. And then it comes to the real world and horses, Horses. horses. Patriarchy. Whoa. Patriarchy and horses. That's patriarchy what we learned from this movie. Horses. <laughs> as long as you have horses, you have patriarchy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Once again, Ken. I just <laughs> Ken goes to the library to learns about patriarchy and gets a book on horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Costume wise, there were lots of costumes in this movie. What'd you think of those? I like all the times when they like show a costume and then like its label. Like the exquisite, sure. the exquisite pants of parties, <laughs> <laughs> just like some stupid stuff. And they like they pause in the air to go into their actual shape as they were falling. <laughs> Jazzy tangerine sweater. I suppose if you were a big Barbie fanatic and were a collector, those those are all things that would mean something to you. I mean, they're still funny to watch, but I'm sure they're collectors' items or something. I couldn't tell if, like, some of the Barbies that they mentioned were, like, made up or they were actually, like, discontinued brands. I, I mean, I, I believe... I mean, I'm sure they're all actually Some real. of them are just so outlandish, though. Like what? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they were all real at one time. Sugar Daddy Barbie. That was the real thing. Did you see that through the picture in the credits? Yeah, but they could have, like, photoshopped it. I don't know. Yeah, the whole credit scene, I want to watch that. Again, on slow motion and, and pause, or pause it because, yeah, they have these pictures of the Barbies and Kens that were... Alan, Ken's friend. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, we have to give a shout out to Alan. Uh, Best character. Played I've never by, heard uh, of an Alan before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael Sarah. How could I forget Michael Sarah? You know, Michael Sarah played Alan. I'd never heard of Alan before. But very funny character. Again, again yeah, the, I think the people they tapped to play these roles were just... Just perfect. I like how when you search Barbie movie up on Google, like everything turns pink and those <laughs> little pink fireworks that show up. So I remember that at one time we had a Barbie mermaid that swam in our bathtub. Was that kind of fun yeah. to see on the screen? Yeah, as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember that. And it like it changed colors too. Uh-huh. That was like the big appeal of it. You could put it in the water and the, the fins would slowly change color. Did we have many Barbies around the house? I can only really I remember. Mean, I'm sure if we opened one of these drawers that I'm sitting next to down here, there'd be a bunch <laughs> of decapitated, missing-legged Barbies. <laughs> I, all I can remember is that mermaid one and the horse. I know we Barbie. had at least a few. I remember playing with them, and Evan would brutally kill them. Uh, it was fun, though. 
And I remember you like dropping them from the top of the stairs. It was so sad. You you, you played with them more than me. Did. I did. You would like just hurt them. They're my test dummies. <laughs> when I, I used to go. So to- wait, no, Evan, you're you're becoming like Sid from Toy Story. Is that- <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, okay. I know that when I used to go to daycare, I had a lot of fun. When all the other kids were taking nap time and I was the oldest, I could play with Barbies and I would just take out the box of clothes and I would just have so much fun dressing them up in outfits. (laughs) I don't think I actually played with them beyond that, just Mm -hmm. dressing them up. So did this movie mean anything extra special to you in that respect? I mean, was it fun to see... Did it bring back, I mean, it must have brought back those memories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it for sure brought back the memories of every time I've ever seen a Barbie that's been <laughs> decapitated or, like, brutalized. I had a, growing up, so I had a cousin that we were kind of close to, and she would come over and she would always bring her Barbies, and my mom got me, a, like, a, a doll. It, it wasn't a Ken doll, it was some off-brand guy doll so that so that I could play with her and the only Die. time I ever the only time I ever played with you know she'd come over and I'd go grab my shoe box out of my closet and there was my guy doll and I know I had like two outfits like one of them was like a one of them was like a swimwear and the other one was a ski outfit because I remember he had he had downhill skis and poles and a hat cool guy. yeah I can't even remember if I had a name for him or something but I mean, I can I can still see him in my head. I can see the shoebox I had him in, and <laughs> and uh, you know he probably felt neglected because I only played with him twice a year when I saw that one cousin. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> so the ending of the movie was it? It reminded me of the good place. Reminded me of the good place. Yeah, I I can kind of see that. Yeah, it made me wonder. Again, I. It, Otherwise, are it's, ghosts it's, real in that it, universe? It's hard to talk about without saying yeah, spoilers. Yeah, I, I had something really meaningful I was going to say, and then I was like, "Oh, spoiler!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe, maybe we come back to it. Maybe like when we do a some show in the future, maybe we'll do a wrap up of movies that are a year old and our thoughts after a while or something. I don't. Mm-hmm. We could come back and maybe maybe talk about some of those. Because yeah, I don't. I think if you're going to go see this movie, I definitely don't want to spoil anything for you because it's just so weird and funny and and you know you want to let the surprise happen rather than being told, oh, this is going to happen and this is going to happen because I think that would ruin it. So Sometime like before we watch a movie that we haven't watched in 10 years that we might review for our podcast, we should like record ourselves on what we remember the movie being, like the story and stuff, and then we can... Rewatch it, and we'll see how right we were. <laughs> yeah, we could do that sometime. That'd be so fun. I think uh, there's a pattern for me with movies that I watch in my childhood. Like I always think of them as being much darker and like, but somehow more like deeper and scarier than they actually are when I go rewatch them. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me too. Like just recently with the City of the Cows. City of Cows. I remember. No, I remember being terrified, like, every second of that. I I remember, like, some giant, like, dragon that shows up. I don't know why, but I thought the end was, like, they all had this giant, crazy city that it was, like, super futuristic. And the dad, In, like, in my memory, the dad got, like, hit by the fire arrow and then just, like, stood back up and was like, oh, I'm fine. And then they all just, like, lived happily. <laughs> and, like, the kid never went away. They just kept living there. 
I remember when the girl like looked up with that scary face. I remember like her eyes were just like completely No, her black. face looked completely different in my past. It was like memory. all distorted and ter- terrifying. All right. So back to Barbie. Anything else you want to talk about? Or is that good enough for now? I think that's good enough for now. Good enough for now. Yeah. It's a movie to think about. I mean, it left. You know, I read some reviews that say, you know, it, it's good to sit and process it because I think. How much time have you had to read reviews, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've I've been reading them over the past week, just non-spoilery ones. Mm. It's just like how we watch YouTube videos on everything before yeah. we. Dad just goes and reads reviews. Read reviews, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but I but I hadn't read any spoilers, so I I you know didn't know what to expect, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. I'm just gonna launch into my uh, my wrap up. Yeah, I I'd say go see it. it. I I had a great time. I don't laugh out loud at too many things, but boy, this movie really had me laughing out loud. It was it was like a laugh every other second. It was just <laughs> filled with jokes, filled with fun, filled with silliness. Like the final line is like a joke. Every single joke hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was reading some reviews after we watched it today. And it was like the only two jokes that this movie had were put in the trailer, and I was like, "No, uh, no!" It was pretty much nonstop <laughs>, laughs. I think, except for the, I mean, there were some heavy parts too, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know things things that needed to be pointed out and said, and and I think this movie said them, and I hope people take a hint. I mean, there are some people that need it more than others. But I think they're the people who aren't going to see this movie because they're scared of what feminine empowerment represents to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is sad. But that's the way the world is, and that's kind of what this movie is trying to talk about. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give this movie. Boy, you want me to go? No, I think I'm just I'm gonna give this movie a nine and a half out of ten. I <laughs> I think it was fun. I mean, I don't know what there would be to make better about it. I think Margot Robbie was great. I think America Ferrar was great. Ryan Gosling stole every scene he was in. I the jokes were funny. <laughs> yeah, I I would watch it again. So yeah, I'm I'm giving it a high marks. I'm gonna give it a nine and a half too. I think I like most of the same things that dad did um i like that it was so feminine empowering cuz like it showed that like girls can like and anyone really can just wear pink and like just be proud and still like be a scientist or something kind of like yeah in that regards it reminded me a little bit of legally blonde and then i thought the songs were funny and i don't know i just really liked it and i would definitely also watch it again I'm going to give it a nine. I liked everything about it. It's just to me that some of the story felt like fast. (laughs) And I don't really know how some characters got to specific places. There is a lot of story in there. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty packed. I feel like they could have like maybe left out one or two plot points. But it still came out as a very good movie that you should watch. And you can go watch Oppenheimer with it. We didn't. All right. There's our review of Barbie. Now it's time to move on to fortune cookies. Nobody else said it with me. 
Well, I was... Oh, have you seen how many we have upstairs? Uh, do you have a fortune this week, Dad? I do. I made sure to grab one that I saw a little piece of paper sticking out of, because I didn't get one last week. And I do not have two fortunes this week, so... All right, my fortune this week is... Go for it. You never know what happens next. Wait, wait, Dad. My fortune for this week is... Go for it. You'll never know what happens next. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Linnea, the trifecta, uh, no, did you get no. the same thing? Listen to everyone. Ideas come from everywhere. And the idea is, go for it. You never know. <laughs> never know what happens next. <laughs> and that's the first time we've ever gotten to Kind of goes together. with the Barbie movie. Yeah, well, we do know what happens next here. It's the end of our show. So, <laughs> thank you everyone for listening this week to Lunchbox Reaction. My name is Brian. I'm Evan. And I'm Linnea. And we'll see you all next week at, at the, the lunch, lunch table. Yeah. So and, long. And we're still not on X now. <laughs> no more X. I'm not calling it X. That sounds bad. <laughs> That's fair. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.